Hey guys, welcome back to Divine Healing by D. I'm looking forward to today's episode because we have Ashley. She's a divine feminine coach. She's very soft-spoken, kind and sweet, and she agreed to sit down and talk to me about trauma in the body and how uh, different life experiences and accidents could collect and manifest in different areas of our bodies. And I think it's something that we can all connect to, and she breaks it down to us very eloquently and i'm really excited to talk to her and i hope you guys can connect to this episode and just know if this connect if you connect to this and you send something wrong you can always reach out to either one of us and we can help so enjoy this episode hey ashley can you hear me yes i perfect i can hear you great thank you so much for coming on you're welcome. I'm really excited to be here. I'm excited too. So I was introducing you earlier as a divine feminine coach, but can you tell us more like about what you do and what it entails? Yeah, so right now I'm creating a business all around the divine feminine and what that truly involves is about being embodied and learning to understand and thrive within the human experience and all of the spectrum of emotions that it has to offer. Um, It's an experience through feeling, through intuition and curiosity, magic, connection. And yeah, I'd say if I had to define it in one word, it would be embodiment. I love that. Do you think that a lot of girls have issues now um, in their lives if they're because they're not connecting to their like divine feminine and the and that part of themselves? Yes, definitely. Um, and I do relate this partly to the which obviously has been her. it involves every area of our culture but it also affects us on a subconscious level and I saw this with myself that a lot of us can um, suppress our own femininity Mm -hmm. subconsciously either through different beliefs whether we think it's weak or bad or not valued Mm. I also found that um, men also have that feminine side to them and I feel like men who kind of accept that they do have even a feminine side to them, they're also way more successful in expressing themselves and advancing in their relationships Mm -hmm. and their careers. And I just think a lot of people don't understand how to balance that. Like, how can we be strong women, but also remain feminine and not come off as so aggressive? Because Mm -hmm. there's nothing worse than just not connecting to who you really should be. And you're just you become defensive and that's just not the best quality for women to have, especially right now. Yeah, absolutely. I, I agree with you and 100% on the men like this, Mm -hmm. when I say like divine femininity uh, or divine feminine, it's, you know, we all have masculine and feminine energy within all of us. So 100% men need this women need this. Anyone who identifies in between um, needs this as well. Absolutely. And, Yeah, the way um, you can kind of become 
more it's about understanding and and feeling the complexity of emotions. So when we can be grounded and connected to our femininity, we can allow ourselves to be expressed in a way that is confident and fierce without coming off as, um, you know, what you talked about being too aggressive. And sometimes, sometimes that aggressiveness too, Mm -hmm. um, we use that or, or it's strong within us because we are, sheltering our feminine and it's kind of this like armor because we have believed that in order to make it in the world right that we have to have these masculine traits imbalanced masculine traits i should say that's not right. the essence of the true defined uh divine masculine oh interesting that's an interesting way to put it because from what i've just um studied and learned that <laughs> women who come off as aggressive and defensive they usually have a very um like a more prominent male soul have you heard of it Mm -hmm. so how do you think like we can overcome that in a way what have you learned i think i i think it's the same answer really Mm -hmm. for both men and for both women beginning to understand and also value what the divine feminine has to offer we kind of have to have a a shift in our subconscious beliefs that the divine feminine it's not these these things of feeling and express expression it's Mm -hmm. not weak it's not bad and we 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 see this because when we do suppress our feelings Mm -hmm. and we don't allow Mm -hmm. ourselves to express ourselves that's when those masculine traits come out. That's when the aggression comes out. That's where you see it again with men or women, especially, you know, you see in, in terms of like crime or um, like sexual assault with men and right. those types of things. And, yeah. Yeah. When we suppress it, when we suppress our emotions, they don't go anywhere. They're always going to be with us. And if eventually, if we block them out enough, then, they might just explode. Mm, so true. So true. Um, so I originally like really loved that TikTok you made on trauma. Like I was telling you, and I Thank thought you. we could talk more <laughs> about that because I mean, I can't have a conversation now with, without any, you know, somebody bringing up some trauma or pain, especially now with mm-hmm. COVID. Um, a lot of people don't understand that we've actually accumulated a lot of trauma in our bodies, that this is kind of like a traumatic experience and we're kind of probably um, mimicking some symptoms of PTSD. Like, do you believe that also? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Like, this is affecting it, – It's we're having a collective experience. Right. Obviously, some people might be more in fear or having more of an, a visceral or physiological reaction to this. But collectively, mm-hmm. we are going through an adverse experience which can – create these um post-traumatic stress symptoms and yeah do you think that more spiritually evolved people are way more calm during covid have you seen that i've seen that (laughs) yes yes um (laughs) it's funny that you point that out i i i I think in part because you know spirituality you know some people think it's it's all this this light work and like love, but really the root of spirituality um, or at least part of it anyways, is dealing with 
your shadow and facing mm, your, your yes. darkness. So because we've, because we've done that internally and we've done that like grueling work, which can be, you know, um, a very intense experience. I think that we've learned to weigh ground ways mm-hmm. to emotionally ourselves and just feel more safe within our bodies and our external experience, even when our external experience. So just, I think, I think that kind of subgroup community has built up a lot of tools that can um, help during these times. I see. Okay. What have you been doing to like keep calm during COVID? Um, well, I do lots of yoga, lots of meditation, um, every day, of course, that's kind of just like, if you think of like an essential toolkit, that's Mm -hmm. always best, but there's, there's many different ways, like for you to figure out, well, number one, to move energy, right? Because the more we stay stagnant, the Mm -hmm. more we kind of hunter down and we're in this type of, Um, state that's immobilized the more we can um, create trauma that stays within the body so some type of movement is so important and that's really kind of like up to um, the soul's own desire like Mm -hmm. it could be dance it could be karate it could be literally um, cooking how about cooking I'm really drawn to cooking like I feel like that helps yeah because yeah. yeah, no, 100%. You're moving around, but and also you're inviting those aspects of curiosity and play. Mm, and that is yes. so, so important. And creativity. That moves out of fear. Yeah, yeah that help, those aspects can move you out into fear because fear shuts down any curiosity. Fear keeps you in a specific mind mm-hmm. state and it kind of also tells you that this is kind of be the going to be the mindset the state that's going to last forever so curiosity and imagination moves that energy to reveal different mindsets different perspectives new waves of life flux and flow and and change and movement love that yes I was actually told regarding the cooking thing I was told by Kabbalists that I have to do more of it to balance my masculine and feminine energy (laughs) So I'm like, well, I already like to do that. I'm like, I already like to do that. She's like, keep doing it. Do more of it. Just cook. I'm like, okay, you got it. I can do with that. (laughs) Yeah, that's a lovely example. Yeah. I mean, I love it. I enjoy it a lot. I love to prepare food for people. So I was wondering, when did you, can you think of like your first experience with like maybe an injury or like a situation where, um, trauma was like collected in your body and it was obviously manifesting as pain and you knew it wasn't like you knew it was like a spiritual cause and not just like a physical cause like has that ever happened to you um most definitely Mm -hmm. so I would say I was in uh my yoga training and we did this one three-part hip opener series that hip opener uh series that I shared on my tiktok and Mm -hmm. um and it was the first real movements that I just allowed myself to let go. Like I, I've definitely experienced emotions and releases and energetic movement and feelings of sadness, what have you, and other poses. But I really just, really, I let go because I couldn't, I couldn't hold it in anymore. And I was right. like, here we are. 
we're we're balling on the mat like this is this is where we're at this is okay and it was in the hips which is a very um, common area to hold trauma and so I took the little series those little moves Mm -hmm. and I did it every day for like probably for like two or three months straight and I just bawled and bawled and bawled and bawled really wow Yes, it was an amazing like transformation and I had you know a lot of traumatic memories Mm -hmm. come up repressed memories and it was just like a whole process of of holding those and being with those and and seeing them wow people don't understand like how certain things in our childhood especially can just collect and make us more sick when we're older Mm -hmm. and they just keep going Mm -hmm. to regular doctors and like they think they're psycho i'm sure like yes psychiatrists help psychologists help but they're not Mm -hmm. really going in depth to your soul and to like your energetic field so that's where healers come in and can really help you wow that's amazing so you were like it was a huge release you were sobbing and Oh my god! I need to try this. I want to know how yes. this works. <laughs> yes, yeah, wow. so I say like probably like the the main areas are the mm-hmm. hips, the shoulders, yes. um, the neck, and the jaw. Jaw, yes. I remember mm-hmm. when I was younger, I was really hard on myself in school. I always wanted to be the best. And I would study, 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 but I had terrible testing anxiety. And then I remember like going to the orthodontist or dentist, one of those, and I had jaw pain. And then my dentist like turns to my mom and he's like, why is she so stressed? What does she have wow. to be stressed about? She's like 11. She's 12. Like, or maybe I was in middle <laughs> school. I, don't, I think I was in middle school. Anyway, like he, he could sense the amount of stress and anxiety I had just from like seeing me and like feeling the, he was very empathetic. So. Yeah, so I used to mm-hmm. carry it in my jaw. And I think as I've like, gotten older, it's kind of moving around. So I think like a lot of people mm-hmm. need to be very connected to their bodies and be like, okay, hey, I used to experience it here, but don't ignore it if I'm experiencing it in another part of my body, right? Because it couldn't change. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And people, you know, they've asked me, oh, can I hold trauma here, mm-hmm. here, here? And I'm like, literally it can be anywhere wow like, yeah there's main there's main hot spots but it could literally be anywhere i had trauma on the top of my right foot i had a pain i did there not you go. know where it came it was so bizarre <laughs> and my first time doing reiki it just came out and it's been thank god almost mm-hmm. five six years and nothing it's crazy it's amazing yeah. so random that's me like having it somewhere totally <laughs> random like I'm, I'm bizarre but like in an interesting way <laughs> yeah <laughs> um I, I actually this is like a personal question but I think a lot of people would like understand yeah. do you think um being easily startled like people say like being easily startled is like a sign of PTSD like does that also indicate a person has a lot of trauma if they're always just like jumping at everything because I find I find myself and like my friends are making fun of me now for it like after my car accident mm-hmm. months ago, like everything just like makes me jump. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yes, absolutely. So what happens when we experience a trauma that, and this can happen right after or, you know, months after what have you, but mm-hmm. so physiolo- uh, physiology, like 
uh, our body creates stress hormones. And Mm -hmm. we're in a spot where we experience trauma and we can't, and we're immobilized. We can't move. Right. Essentially, those like stress hormones. Circulates. Uh-huh. So we can have these circulation of, of stress hormones because we're having the images and these visceral experiences of that trauma still replaying in our mind, which right. therefore creates the chemical reactions within our body. Uh-huh. And um, not only that, with uh, PTSD and things like that, we can become hyper vigilant, hyper aware yes. of uh-huh. external stimuli. And it's and it's a way, it's a defense mechanism because our body's now much more on mm-hmm. these experiences that uh, of trauma. So as for them to not happen again or just to be on the lookout. So our amygdala, which um, helps process uh, that or creates that fear mm-hmm. and that... Mm-hmm. Uh, fear, sadness, aggression, it's more activated. So yes, we can be more jittery, we can right. be more responsive. Jumpy. And yes, absolutely. That wow. can be a, a yeah, because I, I had a feeling that it was, because I never really was like that until recently. Mm-hmm. But you may, you know what? Could it also cause like hair loss? Um. Well, I don't really know exactly the different factors that cause mm-hmm hair loss but i do know that stress can right absolutely like all those things collectively is going to create stress on the body and stress is so interesting it's like it's the root core of so many things and therefore it can it can create so many things so stress can really cause different responses for for everyone right like a woman who's like giving birth and she might have a traumatic uh birth and a lot of women lose their hair after having babies so it could be considered like a trauma. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So um, how do you assess trauma on yourself? And like, how can people assess their trauma? So they can go to a healer and be like, listen, um, I have this and this and this. Like, what do you think? Yeah. So first, just um, this route is to tune into your body and notice Notice where your chronic pains are. Notice where your acute, immediate pains mm-hmm. are, where you have muscle tightness and muscle uh, be the most like concrete, tangible way to identify it right off the bat mm-hmm. and just kind of like list those downs. And, and that's um, one great initiatory way, but uh, just to kind of find and locate those places where you're holding the most. But in terms of kind of upkeep mm-hmm. um, to, to where it doesn't have to get in that point where it's been in your body for years, you can process out things more quickly or as they come mm-hmm. or doing what I like to do is um, some form of therapeutic yoga. Mm, and nice. What, what that entails is poses and postures um, and breath that is more slowed down Mm -hmm. and what that does is it gives us the opportunity to really tune and settle into those areas of our body to truly notice those bodily sensations and cultivate bodily awareness to be able to identify like oh wow I 
I didn't know at all that I was having this tightness or this holding in my right thigh or something right. like that. It gives us the, the keys of mindfulness to be able to identify that. Yeah. Well said. Um, so with Reiki and um, trauma, like how do you think, how often does somebody have to do like energy healing to kind of deal with trauma? Like what are your experiences with it? Like what do you think about Reiki connecting to getting rid of trauma in the body? Yeah, Reiki's a way as well and one of the reasons why I love it is because number one it's very non-invasive and two it's it's very gentle so that might be a better mm-hmm. route for someone to go if they feel so completely uncomfortable and the trauma is just so great that tuning into their body completely um, like therapeutic yoga like maybe that's too much for them at right. this point Reiki is a can be a lot more gentle. It can be another uh, gateway just for a nice uh, energy clearing, gentle holding. Because the aspect of Reiki too is it gives you that experience of feeling safe and feeling held. Mm. It's like it's great for people who are experiencing like loneliness, especially right now since we're not seeing a lot of people and. Yeah. Do you find yourself like kind of separating from like a lot of usual people that you surround yourself with and like trying to like maintain your own little bubble or am I the only one? <laughs> I don't know. No, no, I, I, I definitely do that. I do that honestly, just like often. Um, I'm just always doing so much internal work and reflection that I kind of live in a, li- in my own yeah. bubbles sometimes in that matter. Um, so really when COVID came, mm-hmm. like, yes, there were some changes, but the overall like energy of like just being with myself, not always going out mm-hmm. and conversing with the public, it wasn't like a huge change. Right. I think, no, like I really think now um, people are really, really, really like value- valuing their time more and they're like really mm-hmm. picking who they want to share their energy with. Yeah, 100%. And I know situations across the board, it, it's very different for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But there, I think there is a general consensus that this has given the opportunity for some to slow down because mm-hmm. the culture of America is go, 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 go. And that's why we never we never have a chance in, in that way to feel what we're actually right. feeling because it's being masked. It's being avoided and deflected by external and like working on ourselves yeah 100 percent. so i know that this is i feel very grateful very blessed that this has given me a new wave of understanding of myself and i i know that has for some other people and i'm really happy for that i i feel the same way i like feel way more comfortable in my skin and just like improving and like sharing my opinions and my voice with others because i think especially now a lot of people are suffering and we need to create like the community and this is why like Mm -hmm. i love what you're doing because um when you coach women to find like you know their divine feminine you're actually creating this like 
support system, this community for women to like come together and like help each other. This time. And I think we're kind of, uh, we're adapting, we're kind of finding new ways, um, exploring um, the older ways more because of, of our circumstances. Cause we're realizing, Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. We really do need human connection. And, and bonding and, and things for us to thrive. Right. And yeah. even people might think, oh, it's kind of funny that you can actually network with people on an app and watch their videos. Yes. But like, look what it's done. And like, I'm connecting to so many amazing like speakers and just guides through it. And I see like these little synchronicities, uh, like they blow my mind. I'm like, wow, this is why we were supposed to connect. And if I'm not, like, if something happens and I can't, I just say to myself, okay, well, I'm not supposed to connect to them now. Maybe Mm -hmm. we're supposed to connect to another time because I'm not going to lie. Like, before COVID, like, right when COVID started, I was supposed to connect to um, certain celebrities that would probably help me advance way more than I am right now. But because Mm -hmm. of COVID started, it got delayed. And I'm like, well... As much as it sucks, there's probably a bigger <laughs> reason. Yeah, it does suck, but there's probably a bigger reason. Maybe I wouldn't be able to influence that person as much at that time than I would be able to, like, in a month from now, and in two months from now, mm-hmm. because I'm already learning so much <laughs> during this time. Mm-hmm. Number one, don't watch the yeah. news. <laughs> yes, I... <laughs> Yes, I am totally with you. And sometimes, you know, you have to adapt within certain households. I know my dad, he was having it on like 24-7 and I would just mm-hmm. kind of have to like go off in different places. And it's great to be, I understand the need. It's it's great to be informed, but it you is, know, yeah. don't, don't feel guilty. Don't feel like you're going to miss anything. Exactly. Just turn it off just for a day, you know, because that if you really want to ramp up your sympathetic nervous system and and your your stress hormones keep watching you know kind of these fear inducing things and it's okay to feel scared it's okay to feel those feelings as well but also learn the balance of taking time away and being with your own energy and your own self and finding ways to ground oh my god that's so true i just tell people like who just talk about being so stressed from the news, I just say, listen, pick one thing. I like to read the news. I'll read the times Mm -hmm. and then I will, you know, I'll watch certain videos I get sent. But if I'm not like connecting to it or if it's making me anxious, I'll know to cut it off. But I just say, pick one thing, stick to it. Don't sit and watch the news before you go to bed. As soon as you wake up, it really puts a damper on your whole day. It puts you in a bad yes. stay informed. I'm not saying like go bury yourself under a rock and never come out. I'm just saying pick one yeah. thing because I also find that like empaths and like healers, they should, I, I think they should kind of avoid it as a whole. Yeah. If you know, you, you have to know yes. yourself and, and how sensitive you are to external information and that's really just creating boundaries within yourself Mm -hmm. i know i i do that as a practice i really don't watch the news at Mm -hmm. all unless it's just i'm kind of like passing by but i do like your idea a lot of of reading because that can kind of shut off some of the external stimuli where it cannot 
you know, induce a more visceral reaction. You can kind of like calm down those fear emotions just by reading it instead of watching oh, so it. So good. Yeah. We have to. Honestly, I just tell everybody that. I'm like, you what do you think you're better than me if you are watching the news and I'm not? Because it comes it comes out like a sometimes it comes out like an attack. Like, oh, you're not mm-hmm. cultured enough. You're not watching the news. Yeah, and I say, well, you know, if, if that's your perspective, that's fine. But, I, yeah. you know, you know what's good for your body. You know what's good for your own soul. And if that doesn't include it, that, that doesn't include exactly. it. Exactly. I just wish more people practice that. But what can we do? <laughs> yeah, we can, we can show them, but we can't. Exactly. We can't them. Yeah. Like, we can't heal you. We could just show you how to heal yourself. It's not, Absolutely. there's no, that's there's no magic good. pill. I tell people, I'm like, hey, you can come to me. I can give you as much Reiki as you want. But if you're going to just go backwards and Mm -hmm. if we talk something out and I give you advice and you go do the opposite, I mean, where are we going from here? Do you want to just hand me your money and that's it? Or do you want to actually work on yourself? Yeah, action. Action is basically the way we part of the way we make things tangible in this world it helps to ground the energy that's moved within our mm-hmm. body and create that external reflection oh yeah totally very good yeah this was so fun anything else you'd like to talk about before we end and how can people find you like what do you have going yeah, on now um... So right now I'm just in the process of still creating my website as well as um, a Patreon. If people would like to find me and and connect with me, I put out uh, TikTok videos every day at HeartLogicHarmony. And that's the same for Instagram and my Facebook page. And for right now I'm just building the framework to offer uh, individual sessions and mm-hmm. on Patreon, just different tiers and way we, ways we can uh, connect and ways I can share information about the divine feminine for awesome. more healing connection and expansion. Awesome. Well, I'm glad that I kind of caught you early. I feel like kind of proud of myself that I'm <laughs> and remember when you're big remember me please I will of course <laughs> I'm so excited to see um what you have in store for you in the future and I'm looking forward to connecting with you god willing one day and I'm just so grateful you came on thank you Ashley I appreciate it oh thank you so much for having me this is a wonderful experience and I'm so happy to have the opportunity to connect with you and connect with all your, your listeners. Awesome. 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 Thank you so much, Ashley. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye.